Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. You can find the time to explore the mind of a stripper. And you can find the time to spend with your actual family. Primetime with Isaac and Souk. <laughs> Um, what they on? All steroids and no carbs? They're the big ass kids. This is Primetime. We're not like you. We're growing up. Your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Oh, my goodness. Here are Isaac Ropp and Jason Sakanik with Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right. Welcome back. Pleased to have you along. It is 4.06. You are listening to Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan in beautiful Portland, Oregon, but it's not so beautiful today because it won't stop raining. As a matter of fact, uh, you will hear on in the news coming up here that it is flooding everywhere and we're all going to die. Yeah, apparently it's not going to stop either. My, Very strong rain. My uh, my special lady friend, her brother lives in India, and I guess they're having like horrific flooding. So like we were bitching about the rain, and then he sent us some some photos of like where he lives, and we're like, okay, we'll shut up. They got like three. He trumped you. He did. He, he trumped up to you. They got like three feet of water, like going down. Like cars are getting washed away, like on a street. And I was like, I'll shut up. Now. Like real flooding. Yeah, like real flooding. We don't have much flooding here, but out on the coast, yeah, it's gotten bad. Well, like we got like five inches of rain coming down out yeah, there. It's crazy, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what did you used to say about the the coast in the winter? It was lovely. Yeah. I like the coast. Yeah, but in, in I mean, the winter, that's 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 past for me. It's just you know, it's not like it's not the beach. Right, it's the coast. It's the coast. It's it's. There's a difference. That is. That is a good. Yeah, you're not going yeah. in the water. Right. <laughs> no one's gotten taking a dip right now in the mid December. Um. All right. Where were we? Oh, ah. This NCAA thing came out of nowhere today. Yeah, we got a letter from the uh, the a president. Letter. I love that they still write letters. It's cute. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Charlie Baker, two two pager. He's the new head cheese at the NCAA. You haven't heard much from him since they, uh, I don't know, put him in office or swore him in or whatever the yeah. hell they do with this guy. Got rid of Emmert. He is the president, and he has called for a new tier of Division One, and in that tier, because <laughs> that's what we need. We need more tiers. In that tier, uh, schools will be able to directly pay their athletes. Yeah. So basically, what they're, they're saying is this is going to be an optional. Um, you can say you're in or you're out. Yeah. And if you decide to be in, it will be a subset of an already fu- subset, which is the FCS. <laughs> and what will happen here is that you have to, as a school, put in at least minimum thirty grand in a trust fund to pay your athletes directly. Um doesn't have to be 30 you can have it be 100 you can have it be 200 but at least 30 and by the way this is going to get very expensive because you still have to comply with title nine so you're going to have to if you're putting in for men you have to put in for women as well uh and obviously football is such a big deal that this is going to spill over to most female student athletes and then some other things uh nil will you'll be allowed to basically have nil within your own school now 
So it's now you have to have boosters. Like Indiana, for instance, doesn't have NIL for crap, but they got $20 million to pay off their football coach. Now Indiana can just have their NIL be their own school and pay their players whatever you want. And it also basically frees this. What they're saying is this new subset will be what we're talking about is the breaking away with the big power schools and they can do what they want. They can make their own rules. They can have as many coaches as they want. They can decide how many scholarships that they want, whether to make new limits or do away with all limits altogether. It will basically be the the final piece of amateurism dying. The only thing that stops short of is revenue sharing. Yeah, so I, I mean, I get the part where, I think the best part of this is they're saying schools can just pay athletes directly yes in other words they just it's separate from academic um resources right is yes. what he is the way he put it yes so they want that that's good so that, so if you have the money and you've got the money raised from boosters or wherever you get it uh you just put it in the bank and you pay your athletes however you see fit okay yes. so that and so no longer does dan landing have to dance around the nil topic when we talk to him like right now he's like well i can't talk about that that's the collective yes uh separate of the school now it will be in-house in the school so that's good and you could still have it so and, and the players can still go do their nil with other yeah, entities sure of course but this now can come directly so with the 30000 what they are saying is there for every athlete, now, there will be a minimum that you are paid $30,000. And they say that that is for educational uh, things, but there's it, it's that's what it's designed for, but there's no uh, stipulation on how that is spent. So the kid can spend that on whatever he wants, but every kid will make a minimum of $30,000, but obviously the big ones are going to be much higher than that. So the thing that I don't really understand it's very vague is he was talking about how you can just make your own rules yes and you were talking about coach you know number of coaches um transfer portal rules like what what does that mean what are they what are they trying to get so so basically so when when i was reading through this and we've efforted uh, a couple people so hopefully this week we're going to get someone on but um i was i I read through uh enough of these where to me the, the gist is simply Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. The gap between, and this is what the the president said, the gap between the haves and the have-nots continues to grow. And basically, you're asking the have-nots to extend themselves too far, and you're asking the haves to have to peel it back to accommodate others. And so they're saying, at this point, everyone make your own decision. And and this, by the way, doesn't have to be a conference thing. It can be a school-by-school thing that... Anyone that wants to opt in, okay, this is the bare minimum commitment that you have to make. And if you opt in, you guys get together, and under the framework of the NCAA, you create your own rules. Basically what they're saying is oh, you so create okay. your own new league. So, wait, okay, so that's where I was confused. They're saying whoever opts into this, yes. those schools collectively make rules that are the same for everybody. Yes. In the press release that I read, it made it sound like each school could do their own thing. It, it I mean... Technically, I guess this would allow that, but I think the larger idea is that you are going to separate, yeah. and okay. and so you will now have like the the FBS, you'll have the FCS, and, and now you're going to have this, this 
and, and, and Jesus. Just, yeah, and now you've got the you know there, how many different divisions? Like, will you were you technically Division Two? <clears throat> I'm a Division Two. There's D two, D three, D one FCS, D one FBS. You have NAI, which is its own thing. Yeah, that's but, like Willamette, like, Linfield. No, right? that's like Southern Oregon stuff like that. Willamette, Linfield. That's D three, and then you've got JUCO, which California yeah. has their own, and so, then the rest of the country has their so own. So this it's would just crazy. be a new, this would be a separate subdivision of that but it would still play under the banner of the ncaa it would still play under the banner of the college football playoff there would still be a loose affiliation but why wouldn't i opt in if i'm well i think i'm thinking of oregon state i don't know if they have the money yeah but you gotta opt in you gotta try right like why wouldn't you say oh dude this is like to me this is a lifeline for oregon state and washington state now not to say that they like in other words, I didn't see, I didn't read anything in there where they, they where they would get kicked out. No, it's I mean, choice. It, it is choice. So you you may still not be able to keep up. You know, yes. I mean, it's still going to be. But um, it doesn't put you, inbound. It doesn't put you in a conference. It doesn't put you in a. Well, but it gives you the. You're in the highest tier. That's what you want. Yes. Right. It's no if, longer Power Five. No, it is a matter of can you afford to do it, and this is where each school uh, is going to have to take a long hard look in the mirror. And ask themselves, do we want to try to play the reindeer games with, like, if you're Oregon State or Washington, I I've, I, I was reading a bunch about this because I obviously I went to BYU. Mm-hmm. And now there is a big debate amongst BYU fans uh, who just got into the Big 12. Can mm-hmm. BYU afford to do this? And basically what they're asking is, is the church going to spend the money exactly. for them to do this? It's right. Like, okay, so I think there's a lot of schools that would say on the surface, we cannot afford to do this. Yes. Because you're, you're talking about playing in a pool with, or swimming in a pool with Ohio State and Texas and Oregon and, it, and it, well, Oregon wouldn't even be one, but you know, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. But that's not the, the so on paper, there's going to be a lot of schools that would, would not qualify. Yeah. But that's not really the the point. The point is, can you go get the money to make it work? Yeah. And it's, you know, it used to just be about how much money you were bringing in, revenues, TV contracts, isn't that? Now, it seems to be that they're opening this up to say, hey, it's all about commitment from your donors. Yeah. Right? It's like- Or your university. And revenue, and, and your revenue stream. Obviously, that matters. Yeah. But I just mean there's another element that they're opening up here- that is going to force schools like Oregon State or Washington State or just any Kansas, any school that isn't elite uh, in terms of budgets, they are going to have to get creative in raising money to keep up. And and so to say that they can't do that, it's not true. They can. It's just a matter of, how, you know, how do you go about doing it? Are you effective at doing it? Like it's, in other words, it's kind of a, it's a little bit of a lifeline uh, because because yeah, it, I mean, it gives you an opportunity to sell something to raise that money. But the problem, and this is where I'll push back a little bit, and that yeah, I guess in in theory it gives you a, a raft, but it's a raft with a bunch of holes in it, and but it's every, a raft. It is a raft, but the problem is the the if you choose to go into the deep waters. This is the raft you've been given. And the other, and it's a race. And everyone else isn't in a raft. Everyone else is in a yacht. And so do you really want to be the one in a, in a, in a dinghy or in a little life raft with a hole in it and fighting and, and, and clawing to even come up with the bare minimum to reach this? Like, let, let's say if you, most people are saying that if you did this for your, for your football, your basketball, and then the equivalent, um, uh, 
females to, to make up for Title IX. Just in this alone, you're looking at anywhere from six to eight million bucks. And for the Ohio states of the world, it won't be thirty thousand dollars. But what if they what if they put a cap like okay, so everybody who opts in, they yeah. sit down and they talk say, How are we gonna structure this? Okay. Yeah. What if they put a cap on how much you can spend on recruiting? See, they can't do that because this is where the antitrust stuff comes in. That's why I said there is there is multiple lawsuits going through the federal system right now challenging the amateurism model because they want revenue sharing and they want to unionize. And the reason why this whole thing is coming about right now, make no mistake about it, is this prevents revenue sharing. The NCAA is throwing up the flare gun and saying, okay, we get it, guys. At this point, spend whatever the hell you want to spend. Ohio State, Texas, everybody, you know, it's it's this is what you're doing. But please, please, let's stop with the revenue sharing. And if you come out and you try to say, all right, we're going to put a salary cap on this, we're going to put a budget on this, then you're just opening yourself back up to a whole new line. So it, the, the whole reason that this exists is for Ohio State and Texas and Alabama and anyone else to spend whatever the hell they want to spend and have as many coaches as they want to spend and possibly even have as many scholarships as you want. So, mm. look, I'm not saying that you couldn't, if you're Oregon State or Washington State or BYU, decide to go into this, but realize that you are dumping a lot of money into something where – the gap has always been significant, and you've always tried to jump that gap, and you've never done it successfully, by the way. And the gap just got that much greater because there isn't going to be anything holding back Ohio State and Alabama and Oregon and Washington from really, really putting their foot on the yeah, gas at this point. I, I think this is where it's smart for OSU and WSU to look at North Dakota State, North Dakota, Montana, Montana State, because those are schools that have had the option and they've had success to jump up to an FBS level, but they've stayed at the FCS because they get to be the big fish in the small pond. I don't think that that's a bad thing for Oregon State or Washington State if they do create this third tier. Go be the big bad team. Go win national titles because guess what? If you go to a Montana kid or you go to a North Dakota State kid and go, well, your national title doesn't count, they're going to tell you to pound sand and pound rocks. There, there are people who will look at Mountain West teams that are getting recruited and go, well, why would I go play for Fresno State or Wyoming or Nevada when I can go to North Dakota State or I can go to Montana and I'll play in front of 30,000 people and my games will be sold out and I'll be playing for a playoff berth and a national title every single year. Oh, by the way, all those games are on TV now. So I think sometimes you have to look at it for Oregon State and Washington State and say, this is our lot in life. Let's go be the big bad bully and, instead yeah, of being the little that. guy. They're not good. That's they're, a tough pill to it, swallow, especially man. being where they've been at. But I, I know for me personally, like I said, for, for the BYU thing, with the the limitations we have already, because well, we're BYU and we put our own rules on that we're not going to get great athletes uh, like other schools do. I would rather, as a BYU fan, I would rather us be one of the top ten schools. In the and, and by the way, there's going to be good schools in this. This is going to be really good football. I think I would rather do that and then still have a chance to go up and play two or three games against the, the big boys. You know, go schedule a game against an Ohio State or an Oregon or, or someone, UW, and take our chances at it. I'd rather do that than try to play in this world where realistically we, we can't. We, we don't have the money. Unless the church, which is worth like eight gajillion dollars, just says, you know what, F it. Sure. What do you need? $200 million? Cool. But that's really what you're facing is some of these schools are going to have to find a way to raise $100 million a year to play at this level. And that is just, 
you know, at a time when like Arizona right now and Washington State and some of these other places are literally facing financial ruin as a university, not as an athletic program. Yeah, I, I don't know where that money comes from. I, I, I don't either. But what I'm saying is, you, the old model killed you off. Yeah, it killed you off. Yeah, at least here you have a chance to try to keep up. If you have the money, you can keep up. And yes. that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. it, that's when. Remember when we we've talked about this. We always use this as the example. Remember when Cal came around and said, you know what? We cannot afford all these sports. Yeah. If you want to save your particular sport, Raise step it. up. And they did. Raise the money. Well, some of them died, yeah. but some of them yeah. stepped up big time. Yeah, they raised and like they, 10 million bucks. The result of that was that they looked around and went, wait a minute, there's a lot of money out there that loves Cal baseball enough that when it was on the chopping block, they stepped up and kept it. Yeah. Well, now that's happening with football. Yeah. And I tell you what, there's going to be a lot of people that would be willing to step up. Now, I'm not saying they can keep up. I'm not saying it, it, it would work or they have enough money. And you're like, you're right, $100 million. I mean, that's, a, that's so much money. But the old model, you were dead. Yeah. Dead. You Rip. Done. No chance. You no longer get buoyed by the bigger school's uh, TV eyeballs, basically, right? You don't have that. They killed, they killed that option off for you. I'm talking about Oregon State, Washington State. Yeah. Well, at least now you have a chance to try. Yeah. And that is why, to me, it's a lifeline. And I any, don't know how it'll go. And anyone that thinks that this isn't happening, it's happening. This is, I'm telling you, look at some of the federal cases that are going on right now. The death of the NCAA is coming if they don't do something, and this is their Hail Mary to prevent unionization and <clears throat> revenue sharing. And Well, somebody just— So this is happening. Well, there's a text—we'll get to the text, this text next. They said, what value or purpose is there to the NCAA at all? Well, that's, it's a good question, and we'll start there when we get sure. back. It's 421 on The Fan. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 